Fish just handed to me. The following podcast is a Save Productions production. If anything should happen to me, you must go to court. You must say these words. Klaatu, Marada, Victor. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Watcher, where we geek out on the show Helix. Glad you guys could join us for episode 145 this week. I'm Corey Shrett, and joining me is my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going? Doing well, man. Good to be here again. Glad to have you here. Glad we get to talk about Helix. I've been waiting for a good day now to talk about this strange episode of the Sci-Fi Original Series. But before we do... Let's talk about sponsorships. Head over to scifiwatcher.com slash sponsor right now. For $5, you can purchase a spot on this show or any other show we do. Head on over right now to scifiwatcher.com slash sponsor. All right, so this week's episode of Helix was called The White Room. Of course, it's the fifth episode of the first series season. Uh, <laughs> came out January 31st, 2014, and of course, day five. <laughs> okay, oh my God, what's up with the monkeys? <laughs> that freaked me out. What, the monkeys like burning or the monkeys screaming? Them screaming. Mm, I, th- I thought they were maybe dead. They were, maybe they were like uh, suspended animation. I don't, know. I, know. I don't know. I think that was more symbolic than real. Oh, I thought it was real. Really? I thought, I don't know. Screaming monkeys? What would it be symbolic of? They're dead. They'd be dead. I don't know. It don't wasn't know. really explained, so it bothers me. That's the thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was it was freaky. So I just like, oh my god. Uh, yeah. So uh, now we have to talk Can about the title this episode, huh? Can we retitle this episode to what? <laughs> Balaceros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the White Room was not a great title for this episode. Yeah, this was a Balaceros episode. He got the message trying to. He has to go retrieve Doctor Havet. Which, mm-hmm. which I'm glad this was one of the episodes where they kind of showed these characters showed their true colors to other people in the show. You know, it's well, not like some, some of them, some, some of them were still, I'm still like, what? <laughs> I know, but it, it's kind of nice that it's not like, Oh, I'm keeping my secret from you completely. You know, like, you know, we, we find out that the major, you know, that he has communication with the outside world, you know, but he purposely left that stuff there for them so they can, well, you he know, knew he did because we saw a little satellite that he brought along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm like Doctor Havet, H V I T. I'm trying to figure this out. Like, does it stand for something short? You know, I'm like, is it is it is it backwards for something? I was trying to figure out all these weird things because it's thought it was somebody else's name, like a nickname, maybe. Yeah, or or they took out letters or something, or it was a misspelling. I was like, I couldn't figure it out. You know what's going on with that? But yeah, like I said, I'm glad this episode didn't just create a bunch of questions and just leave them there. Well, it added more questions for me. Yeah, me too. The, the head for one. I mean, what is that for? I mean, but at least at least we know that is quote unquote Doctor Havet. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like I thought it was going to be some mysterious guy that lives in the bowels of the place that no one knows about and never see him. Well, they kind of hinted at that when uh, they were talking to uh, that one doctor. I don't forgot his name already. And he said, "Oh, he's in the white room, and the white room's everywhere." And yeah, I didn't get that until the you know. Very I didn't understand how, how the major figured out that, that Dr. Havet was outside at all. Um, because 
I guess he found out that, you know, when they say the white room, it means outside. Mm, I don't know. But it, it was interesting. Hitaki, of course, stabs himself so he can say that the people down on level R who are turned off the oxygen. That's the part I did not get. I don't understand it. He didn't have to do that. He yeah. did that to get close to, uh, what's her name? Julia. Yeah. But what is the significance of getting close to Julia? Because that's where he went. He went straight to her. He didn't go to anybody else. Well, remember, obviously she was there before, so maybe he needs to get. That's not obvious right at this point because. Well, her name is written on the wall. She's hallucinating. Yeah, but I, I don't know about that. The writing could have been hallucination. You're right. Maybe she's crazy. I mean, I thought that was interesting. This character, Jay, you know, is obviously Julia's imagination. I'm like, oh, look, Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, I did not get that, at, you know, when I first met her. But I got it like maybe halfway through the episode I got it because there was a scene where uh, – <clears throat> what's his name? I forget the names now. Uh, Hitaki was like, Jay, who's Jay, you know? Yeah, and how Jay's like says, let him tell you more lies about his family, his daughter. He's like, how did well, you Well, that know? part, yeah, but when he was first uh, first meets Julia and he sets her down, mm-hmm. or she sets him down and he go, she goes, oh, this is my friend Jay. And she's like, well, who's Jay? Right. He would know everybody in that place. True. But I, I was thinking he was just lying about that. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't trust the guy. But no, but I noticed he didn't look that direction. True. He only looked at her. That's true. That's something I never I thought of. But I, but I thought it was great, though. I was like mind-blown. I'm like, she's, she's not real. It's just her imagination playing tricks on her. Yeah. And then they show the scenes <clears> again <throat> where she's talking to Jay and doing all the stuff, and it's actually her taking the jacket off herself, and it's not Jay taking the jacket off and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, I like this. It's almost like a sister she never had or something. Something like that. They look very simil- uh, similar. So They did. And, you know, Jay, could, it could have been a twin sister. You know, for all we know, it's probably going to be one of those twin sister things that died. And you never know. It's going to be something weird. Because right. Julia didn't write her name. She wrote her initials, right, on, that, on the wall? Yeah. Could have been maybe her, she had a twin sister that works, worked there or was there. Oh, they both start with J, don't they? Yeah. The girl's name is J. Could be like Jennifer or something. Could have been identical twins separated. And this one was done with exper- experiments were done on her or something. Ah. I just came up with it. Maybe she's dead or something like that or, you know. And they, they would have the same DNA. So maybe that's something to do with it. Maybe that's why they want Julia. You know what? We've just cracked. Bam. Okay. We figured it out. Show's over. Thank you. <laughs> we're cl- we're closing it out. Mark the date and time, guys, when we said that. They have the same DNA, so that's why they needed her to get there so they can do more experiments because they killed off her twin sister. Mm-hmm. Her twin sister, whose name's probably like Jennifer or something like that, and her initials are the ones written there, not Julia's. Same DNA. I think wow. That's, I think, Mine's blown. I think, I, you know what? And it was not something I, we came up with at a time. This was something that just spur of the moment. Spur of the moment. So you we will that see. Podcast fans, minds officially blown. <laughs> Boom! I can't wait to see if that's right or not. I know. Let's fast forward to the episodes now. Let's watch it. Yeah. Oh darn! Now we have to wait live. Uh, I love the scene though, where they're in the dark hallway with their the little glow stick things, you know, and the rats are coming. And like, where, where are the rats coming from? And it's not like where, the, and it's like not where they're coming from. What are they running from? And they throw one yeah. of the sticks there, and they hits one of the infected people i was like "Ooh, this is kind of freaky 
I love that yeah. scene. I'm just I'm baffled by um, by Hataki and and what his what is his goal? You know, I still can't I can't read him. Yeah, it's something about him. You know, that scar, the scars on his back, is that really from a fire that he tried to save his daughter in, or is it a, another lie? I think it is another lie. It's probably another experiment and probably how he got his eyes. You probably, you're probably right about that. You probably are. Uh, what do you think about the scene with, uh, what's her name, the other scientist and um, Sarah, doc, Dr. Sarah and her, her uh, roommate? <laughs> What do you mean? What about that scene? Uh, Having a, you know, she she asked to be put down. I guess. Yeah. yeah it was okay. okay. I mean, I, I get it in a humanitarian way, but I don't think she would have gone there. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she would either. But I don't know. I I was more interested in the Julia storyline. That that to me was just like, oh, please get off of this scene. I don't care about this. And you like, think that storyline is dumb? The the whole Sarah storyline. I kind of have no interest in that storyline right now. I mean. You know, I learned something new today, or what, by watching this episode. What's that? If your pupils are dilated, you're high. I didn't know that. I didn't either. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I didn't, I didn't really care about that because I was more interested in the in the Dr. Havet thing and the Julia slash Jay thing. Well, did you understand the very beginning where uh, Alan is doing something with the experiment? What was he creating? Was he trying to create a a cure for the virus? I I would think so. I mean, that's I didn't understand all the scientific lingo that he was spurting off. I didn't either. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't either. Um, I did like the uh, whole outside scene where they have to hook up to these lines to go from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's so so. And it's funny. It's like you can't see more than two feet in front of you, but as you see these scenes, it's like yeah, I can see pretty clear around you. <laughs> it doesn't look as bad. I as, think that was just for for the for the show. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I I thought that was pretty interesting though. You know, the whole idea that they're trying to get Doctor Havet and you know, and, and I was like, I was expecting. I'm kind of glad I didn't go this way. But, you know, when when the major shows up and he cuts Alan's line, and you know, Alan kind of slides away. I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna be like lost in the in the snow for a while, trying to find his way back. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He's just like the next scene. He's like inside. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, they didn't go that route. Um, I don't know the guy, the other security guard. Did you think he was the goner? Oh, the the uh, the head security guard guy. Yeah, when Balaceros knocked him out. I thought so. You thought he was a goner, or did you think he was just knocked out? I thought he was a goner. Oh, you I know. didn't see any blood, so that's why I was like, oh, he might, he's gonna come back. Yeah, he probably. But yeah, I th- I, I I didn't think he was a goner because he's an interesting character too. You know, I think the, he's very one dimensional. Yeah, but I, I, I think he's one-dimensional because he's, he does whatever Hataki says. I love the little thing about Hataki, and they're talking about, you know, like he treats you like a son, like your family, and you know you can never leave the family. But the thing is, he did not bat an eye when he found out Balaceros killed, uh, what's her name, Doreen. Doreen. I think he knew. I think he knew the whole time because he's close to Hataki, so I think he knows everything that's going on. You think he knows like Balaceros? plan and everything you think like they're part of all one big plan or i think he knows one of balaceros's plans i think he has multiple objectives there yeah that's that's the confusing part i think he's working for more than one side here double agent triple agent whatever you want to call him 
But yeah, I thought it was. In, I thought that shocked me though. When the guards like oh, the only two people that can can erase uh, or manipulate this, these security cameras is is me and Hitaki. Then all of a sudden he goes up to the major and he slams against the wall. You know. Oh, so you think that Hitaki went ahead and did it, or gave him the clearance? He he probably has clearance the whole time. I think the guard might have just been lying about it. But it's kind of weird that the guard opened up to that point. You know, it's like, well, we have security cameras in here. I'm like, what? You're actually kind of telling Alan that. I'll try to help you. It's like kind of shocked me there a little bit. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he knew at that point who killed her. Oh, you're probably right because he looks at another camera from outside and he sees he sees Balsaros going into the uh, into the lab. Mm-hmm. So you're probably yeah you're probably right about that. I have a feeling he's gonna be one of the guys that either he's gonna he's gonna die when he finds out the truth about something or he's gonna turn sides. He's gonna be like, Hataki, you're bad. I, I gotta I gotta go against you now. You know. Well, do you think, uh, you know, Balaceras called in the cavalry to come pick him up? I bet that's when we're going to see, uh, what's her name, 7 and 9. I don't remember her real name. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't think of it right now either. But, yeah, because I was thinking about that this week. I'm like, we're five days and five episodes in. And, it's like, she's supposed to be a guest star, Jerry Ryan. She's supposed to be a guest star. But where is she? I bet she's going to come in when, you know, when they're supposed to pick up Balaceras, even though he's dead now. Or he, oh, well, they didn't show him die. But he's not dead yet, but. I don't know. He's freezing his butt off. He took all his clothes off. I know. So he's going to be a popsicle. Well, yeah. <laughs> They're going to find him as a popsicle. Yeah, I don't think he's going to, I don't think he can die yet because there's too many unanswered questions with him. Really? I thought that was pretty much it for his character. What? Well, figure out he what served he, his purpose. He served his purpose, so he's expendable now. I think he'll be around one more episode, then maybe they'll get rid of him when, when Terry. Terry. He's just going to have severe frostbite. <laughs> Jerry Ryan shows, yeah. His arms will be cut off. He'll be, he'll be still doing stuff. He'll just walk around with no arms because it's frostbite. All right, so let's wrap this up. What did you think of this episode? I thought it, it progressed the story quite a bit. Uh, I enjoyed it. thought it was pretty good. I think it's the best one so far, in my opinion. Yeah? I, I like the fact that we, I, I say this, I'm glad we're getting answers to some questions, too. You know. Are you okay with adding more like the whole Dr. Havet thing. Yeah, I am glad, but I'm glad we, we kind of know who or what Dr. Havet is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of glad it wasn't just like the mysterious man that we'll never see for like three or four more episodes. No. I'm anxious to see what they're going to do with that head. I mean, are they, do they have technology to read his thoughts or, you know, so, so you saw Futurama, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're going to do that, huh? That's why I was like, that's like future. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he, his head will be freaky, a talking head. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Maybe he's a talking head. Oh God. Because look, if you look, look at no. the head. What? No, the talking head. Well, but, but if you look at the head, it looks like it's in really good condition. It could have been, they could have made it like, you know, shriveled or just a brain or whatever like that. If they were going to extract data from it, but it looks like it's in really good condition. So I think it's going to be a talking head. Oh, come on. Then it's really going to be sci-fi. Yeah, it's it's going to be the sci-fi channel sci-fi. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, can't wait for next week's episode. And uh, <laughs> got to wait. Sucks. Is this better than uh, Defiance? <laughs> the opening <laughs> credits to episode one of this was better than Defiance. Okay. Yeah, this, this is much better than Defiance. And to me, it's getting better every week. Cool. At first, it's like oh, this isn't bad, but now it's just like okay, now I I want to watch next week's episode. Do they not have future episodes anymore, or they stopped that? I think they only did it with episode three. I think they were just trying to get more people into it. I didn't see any. All right. 
I'm not going to go look on Hulu for it. I'll, I'll wait till it comes out on, on TV on Friday nights. All right. All right, so that's our thoughts on this week's episode of Helix. Uh, make sure you, you subscribe to our feeds and check us out over at SciFiWatcher.com. We've got tons of stuff out there. Of course, we always talk about the latest anime episode of Space Dandy, Almost Human Returns, Monday night. Uh, Thursday, our, sci- our Red Dwarf specials continue with Dave Holland's Space Cadet. And next Sunday, our regular show, we're going to talk about the novel version of Ender's Game in anticipation of the DVD release. I want to thank Brian Lee for being here. And Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter. It's at Brian Says. And that's Brian with a Y. And of course, you can find us. All our information is located at SciFiWatcher.com. Download, subscribe over there. Contact information, SciFiWatcher.com. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this special episode of the podcast. And until next time, have a good one. Thank <laughs> you.